Hi, everyone, and welcome to First State Insights, a podcast presented by the University of Delaware's Institute for Public Administration. We call ourselves IPA for short. My name is Troy Mix. I'm Associate Director at IPA and your host for this episode. This episode of First State Insights is part of IPA's Visions of Recovery series, which features 15-minute conversations on five important questions. What's one thing you think will be changed for good after the pandemic? What's one thing you hope will change? What needs to happen for this change to occur? What are you doing to make it happen? And how can folks get involved? My guest is Betsy Sushanik. Betsy is an alumna of the University of Delaware's Biden School of Public Policy and Administration, where she earned a Master of Public Administration while working with IPA colleagues of mine on land use and transportation planning projects across Delaware. She's now a Senior Program Manager at the Urban Libraries Council. On October 12, 2021, Betsy and I spoke about the essential role of libraries for community economic development. Let's get to the conversation. Betsy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. As we get going here, could you tell us who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So I'm Betsy Sushanik. I'm a senior program manager at the Urban Libraries Council. We're a community of North America's leading public library systems. So we work with and learn from the United States and Canada's largest urban library systems to develop new tools and techniques to help the library field achieve stronger outcomes. Our work at the Urban Libraries Council is across three key areas, education, digital equity, and healthy, sustainable communities. And while these are all obviously intrinsically linked, um, I work and I work across all of them. My focus area really is within our healthy and sustainable communities work, particularly on the role of public libraries in growing economic opportunity and in supporting job seekers, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. And so as you think about your role with the Urban Libraries Council and your work there, and you look at, you know, the challenges of recovery, what's uh, something that you think will be changed for good as we pull out of the pandemic? So I think for all the challenges and the loss that the pandemic has caused, we've seen an entirely new resurgence and urgency around digital equity. From my view, working with public libraries, you really can ignore that role that they play in digital equity, meaning that they serve as a place for internet access, devices, and digital literacy training, both in urban and rural communities. The library staff I work with has seemed to be very uniquely attuned to these needs, having long served those with digital skills gaps or areas with limited internet access. And for me, even personally, when walking around my neighborhood here in D.C. in early 2020, we saw students sitting outside the library to use the library Wi-Fi with laptops so they could download their homework. So the pandemic has really shined a spotlight and brought forth those fault lines on just how large the digital divide is, both because of the places where broadband infrastructure doesn't even exist, but also in the places where individuals may not be able to afford it. So this spotlight has brought the issue into light in a whole new way and even further emphasized the inequities in terms of income and access and showing just how essential it is to be connected. And so with that kind of baseline, what's one thing you hope will change moving forward? So I think libraries have proved to be a big stopgap in terms of digital equity, and they've been able to, to help achieve some of those goals. But I think For me, having worked with libraries throughout the whole pandemic, as we are now, 
I really think it's the view of libraries as essential local government services. Libraries have pivoted greatly during the pandemic and even faced down the question of what is a public library without a building and have shown up for their communities in a whole new and entirely different way from access to free online tutoring to parking lot Wi-Fi. So we've seen the role of public libraries and how they've pivoted as essential services in natural disasters before, where they serve as a place for shelter or cooling centers during a heat wave. But during the pandemic, they've continued to be resources from supporting small businesses, transitioning their businesses into an online format, to distributing devices and hotspots. The pandemic has involved an entire reframing of the public library and their service models. And perhaps for me, one of the most uplifting parts of the pandemic that gave me hope was the sheer creativity and forward thinking of public library staff that I had the privilege to learn from. Within some cases, in literal days, they had in, uh, in March 2020, they were offering financial hotlines to support individuals in filing for unemployment or hanging flyers to share about library resources in areas that may not have online access. So as I've seen firsthand, libraries are so much more than a building, but a trusted community anchor institution with a key role to help individuals and stakeholders across communities see those library resources as their own. And I think that that idea of them being essential and even more important during a crisis like the pandemic will help people see library resources in that new um, and creative way. So for uh, libraries to be seen as essential moving forward, not just in the moment of crisis or kind of in prep for the next crisis, what do you think needs to change to kind of make that shift permanent? So obviously, I think there needs to be a larger cultural shift around public libraries, a break from kind of the historical view of libraries as being, to borrow the words of one of the library staff members I work with, uh, as book warehouses and more broadly about access to information and community resources. At their core, libraries will always provide access to books, but they also create access to many other resources, such as makerspaces, internet access, the knowledge and insight of library staff. This is a fundamentally different view from the old trope of librarians shushing people in dusty bookshelves. And so if you're aren't aware of all the incredible things that your local library offers beyond just books, I highly recommend going and learning about them and better yet, even using them. And beyond this cultural shift, or rather to support this larger cultural shift, public libraries need further investment. Obviously, as a deep believer in public libraries and an advocate, our local government leaders need to see the value of the library that that it provides to the local community and it increase their awareness of library resources to allow for deeper community partnerships and allowing library staff to identify key community needs and serve the audiences who need them the most. As I've learned through my work, libraries are a great investment and provide an excellent return um, to folks who particularly need it the most. But without the resources to scale their services, they can't benefit the entire community and in particular, the individuals who could benefit the most from those resources. So following up on the notion of your work, what's your role here? I mean, what are you doing to kind of make the case for that need for investment and kind of create that shift you have in mind? Absolutely. So I view my role and the role of the Urban Libraries Council in two ways. It's creating a space for libraries and library staff to learn from each other, that peer learning piece, 
to create um, and design new solutions from programs to helping that help individuals start businesses or find a job and to STEM educational programs and library maker spaces. And this involves learning from the incredible and creative library staff members who are leading these programs and creating those solutions. But the other component that I think uh, is my role is sharing what libraries are doing outside of the library field and sharing those learnings that we have from that library peer learning to each other, but changing the assumptions about public libraries and bringing public libraries into conversations around entrepreneurship, resources for public housing, family support programs, food distribution, and more. So thinking about libraries and their role in the community, but making sure that we're sharing that with other community stakeholders. So you mentioned people congregating in parking lots during the pandemic. And, you know, I think a lot of us heard about that and we might have had, you know, really positive feelings that the library was able to provide that role, really negative feelings about the fact that it was needed in the beginning uh, or in the first place. For those other kind of non-traditional roles or that, that you were talking about, like entrepreneurship, can you point to success stories that happened during the pandemic or kind of underway that you're kind of excited to see multiply in the future? Absolutely. So on our website, urbanlibraries.org, we've been working very closely with our libraries to share those stories. Um, Our blog is extremely active and has shared a number of different resources throughout. In particular, we do a deep dive on some of our initiatives, like our entrepreneurship toolkit. We recently relaunched it to include COVID-19 recovery strategies, and that includes library case studies as well as the, uh, the strategies and steps and actions that libraries can take to support this work. And so in those situations, you can see how the, li- the role of the library, but also who the community partners were that helped make that change happen. So for folks who haven't been to their library in a while, and you know some of these things might be new, this idea of moving beyond the book warehouse might be new. What do you think they should do to check out programming in their libraries? What are the best ways to kind of learn about this new model in their own communities? I think number one, going into the library and seeing the library assets in action, um, seeing if your library has a 3D printer, going and seeing what your library has. But I also think now in the pandemic and how libraries are still operating, much of their programming is still virtual. And so going online, if you have online access, um, If not, call the library. They can help you. Um, And checking out what types of programming they may be doing on Zoom, what they may be offering on social media, Facebook Live, or any of the other kind of platforms that they may be sharing out on. And also looking to see what is available in terms of eBooks or other online resources, such as databases and things like that. There may be resources and subscriptions that the library has that you may not be aware of that could be useful if you're a small business owner or if you're looking to build skills on how to use the Adobe Creative Suite or video editing platforms. And you mentioned, you know, there's need for investment. So, I, you know, I imagine folks in communities can play a role in that if they choose to, and they may already be doing so directly or indirectly. What are some other ways they might kind of get involved and and help to push this change that you're advocating for? 
I think it, you can obviously do it in a number of different ways. One thing I will say is where you're positioned in the community may not necessarily already have a partnership with the library. So if you work for a housing support organization or a legal services organization, is reach out to your public library and consider how you may be able to work with them. They may reach a broader or a different audience than you already do in your outreach. And so the library could be an interesting place to host a program or to host an event and to increase the awareness. You may have individuals who can access the library that may not come to your existing site. So using it to to think through what are ways that you personally can use the library to connect them with other types of partnerships and organizations that they may not already be working with. And if we were to talk to you in six months or a year from now, what would you hope to kind of proudly point back to in terms of projects and programs for the Urban Libraries Council that you've worked on and accomplished? As a data-driven person, a data-informed person um, who is a deep lover of spreadsheets, one of my goals is to rethink how we measure the impact of public libraries. Obviously, we know that they provide a lot of value. We're just not great at measuring what that value looks like. And it's an imperfect science, but the closer that we can get to understanding how libraries can change their communities, the the better the case we can make for investment. So we have a number of interesting and new tools, including uh, a value calculator and an ROI communications tool. But I think for me is that storytelling piece, both the quantitative in terms of the numbers and the value that the library provides, but also capturing those more qualitative stories that they and how they've been able to pivot and serve individuals during the pandemic. Well, Betsy, I certainly wish you luck in terms of helping libraries to be more valuable in communities and then also capturing that and telling that story over time. So really appreciate you joining to tell your piece of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Visit urbanlibraries.org to find out more about the work of Betsy and her colleagues at the Urban Libraries Council. To learn more about work at the Institute for Public Administration, including our Recover Delaware initiative, visit ipa.udel.edu. Thanks again for listening today. Subscribe to First State Insights wherever you get podcasts and make plans to tune in again soon. Take care. Take care.